Good Eisenberg. Welcome to your favorite podcast. The name of the show is Eisenberg. My name is Ian Eisenberg. Each day I have an episode, I interview people I find interesting. Some of them I know, others I don't. Today I'm going to be interviewing Mark Guida. He is a internet marketing social media professional in Virginia. He's been documenting and chronicling his rise to his agency on his YouTube channels and Instagram. When I interviewed him, he was formerly going by the handles Mark himself. He has now gone by his full name. That's Mark Gaida. That's G-H-A-I-D-A. So without further ado, here is my interview with Mark Gaida. with today's guest we have mark guida also known as mark himself on all the various social medias mark thank you for being on the show today thanks for inviting me and i appreciate it excellent um, we were talking before the show how i've had we've we're this group on instagram where we chat with a bunch of other people who are looking at starting their shows and they're building their businesses and stuff and you're the last one so congratulations i'm yeah. glad i got everyone <laughs> That's right. I, like I said before, I'm, I've been waiting for it, so I'm glad to have finally had, had it happen. And I hope everyone listening has been waiting for it, really. I think, okay, when's Mark going to be on the show? When's Mark going to be on the show? I actually have some other people named Mark who need to be <laughs> on the show, too. But first, so, Mark, so tell us a little bit, bit about yourself. I know that you live outside of the D.C. area. You're a college student, and you've been right. doing some really cool stuff on YouTube with social media businesses. Right. Um, so basically what I, I do is, um, first and foremost, the way I make money, um, I, you know, I, I help uh, local businesses uh, near me uh, and I help improve their so online marketing, basically. Right. So I improve their social media. I, I work on running campaigns. And the biggest focus that I have is lead generation, meaning I try to get people from on online in their door. Right. Whether it's a restaurant, whether it's a, it's a dentist or whether it's a laser hair removal salon or whatever it may be. So that's kind of what I do. And then also my personal brand, uh, Mark himself, as you mentioned, is a YouTube channel that I run. Also, I run an Instagram channel account. And um, basically what I, what I do is I try to document my journey, right? This is totally Gary Vee style. But document everything that I've been going through, all the struggles from ground zero to, to, to my first client to my second client to, to building and, and you know, so forth. Um, and, you know, now it's expanded to, I started, you know, interviewing a lot of, you know, high level entrepreneurs, especially in the digital marketing space. And I've been fortunate enough to get, you know, the attention of some, some pretty big players, uh, in my area, but also just, you know, in the, in, in the country, which has been really awesome. And so, uh, you know, basically I'm, I'm building this brand and it's where, you know, where it's come to, I've been trying to basically dig down, uh, uh and find uh, the most effective techniques, you, you know, skills or things that other marketers have used that has led them to success and share it with everybody else as well. Excellent. I want to just rewind that a little bit and just talk about like your very first experiences on social media and, and how, how that was when you first realized you could be connecting with a lot of people long before right. you thought about the business aspects of it. Right, right. So good question. I mean, um, social media marketing was something that I was introduced to um, let's see, uh, so I joined an online course, uh, that really kind of took my social media skills to another level, uh, more than the, the, the course itself. It was at the Ty Lopez social media marketing agency course. 
um, more than you know the actual online course itself, it was the community that helped me. And uh, basically, it opened up my eyes a bit, right? It brought me into a whole different space. And I realized there's so many kids making money doing this, right? Um, but even before that, I took that course, I had been in, in social media marketing uh, because uh, my dad had started a business, uh, an online platform where he um, basically, we would market local businesses on our platform, very similar to, to social media marketing, uh, you know, what I do currently. Um, and so that's what first introduced me to the whole, this whole world of social media marketing. Um, before that, nothing at all. Uh, like I wasn't, I didn't know any, I had no prior experience. So basically five to six months ago, I was first introduced to this whole like community. I've been really hustling for the past two, three months uh, and, you know, div diving deep into, into learning more about this whole thing. Yeah. And it's like, I see a lot of the videos and things that seem to be well produced. As you said, it's like a combination of, you have these interviews with some really interesting people. And then one thing that, that really caught my attention, like when I, when, when we first like became aware of each other a few months ago was you had that video of going to different businesses, um, pitching businesses in person which i thought right. was and i was like wow this is a 40 minute video wow this is a lot of <laughs> a lot of stuff there and you did it in a tasteful way where you don't show the actual interactions which is pretty confidential but just showing mm -hmm. yourselves just on the street like in your car just like getting out one place at a time yeah and, and, and tell me what inspired you to do that right uh I think it's very important to be – well, firstly, people love to see the raw, uncut you know, footage of whatever you're doing, right? They, they really want to see uh, – if I'm telling people on my channel, hey, this is what I do and, and you know, this is how you – I'm giving them advice on pitching, on going up to business owners and what to say, how to say it. I want to make sure that they're, they're, they, they trust in that I'm doing that. So first, firstly, I'm showing them as proof like, hey, this is like I actually do this, right? Uh, and secondly, what inspired me is that a bunch of people saying – you know, oh, I, I know, I'm too scared to talk to business owners, or or I don't even know what to say, or or a bunch of the whole other slew of objections that people throw out there, excuses. So I said, you know what, screw it. I'm gonna make a. I know I clipped it down to 40 minutes, but really it was four hours of me pitching to business owners. You know, me and my friend, and I try to make it as engaging and add little funny clips in between of what we're doing, maybe fun, like song, you know, whatever. Add, add stuff that kind of entice people to stay and keep their attention for 40 minutes long. It's very difficult, <laughs> but you know, I, I try my best in doing so. But I mean, out of that experience, the reason why, you know, what inspired me was, you know, mostly to get people to realize, hey, this is a real thing. This is possible. That's the biggest thing I wanted to get across to the audience was, hey, this is real. You can actually do this. I have no traditional sales experience. I have no, I'm not a fantastic social media marketer. I'm, you know, I'm just a regular dude who, who you know, ha can, can go out and I decided to go out and you know, I was nervous. I talked about that in my video. I was like, uh, you know, I was kind of nervous going to this one. I talked about what I said, how the interactions went. So I guess the biggest thing was seeing how many people said, you know, were afraid to go out and talk to business owners um, to pitch their whatever service they are. And if you're even outside of the digital marketing space, you're just selling physical products, you know, just in general. I've had a lot of people comment in that video. Like I had like over, I don't even know how many comments I had in that video, a lot. And people were saying, you know, good job. Like, you know, super happy to see you go out. Like they're really, you know, uh, inspired, but also some people are like saying, "Wow, good job!" And like, good for you, actually gone out and and, and you know did that for people. So it, it definitely brought up people to say, you know, what this is actually realistic. I can do this myself. You know, it's not out of my my reality. So that's kind of what why I did that.
That is amazing. Why don't you tell me, like, what was the first social network you ever used? Oh, boy. Uh, you know what? My friend, uh, okay, so I, remember, I actually remember this clearly. My good friend, actually, still today, I mentioned this recently, but he's the one who first introduced MySpace to me. Um, this was, like, a long time ago. Like, maybe I was, like, I don't know. It was a long time ago. And for whatever reason, um, he, he like, uh, he, he told me about, you know, MySpace, what it does. And I was like, oh, this is like what bad people, like my parents were like, not you know, against, you can't have a social media page, you can't have a MySpace. So I was like, oh, that's like kind of rebellious. And <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew he had one. So he created one for me. I never used it after. We just created the account. I never used it after that point. But I think it was Facebook. So I made my first, I think the first account I created was MySpace. But after that, it was Facebook. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Facebook. Wow. Well, I mean, I'm a little older than you, so I still remember <laughs> getting constant emails from friends about Friendster. Like, oh, Friendster. Like, like, for me, in college, it was all about AIM. It was like AOL Instant Messenger. Oh, you and, wait, wait. Actually, let's back up here. I, that was definitely my first one then, actually. Yeah, AOL I mean, Messenger. I mean, you don't really think of it as a social media thing, but the but it's interesting how instant messaging, like, at that time, and the way that communication essentially is what texting is today, right? And, and no, you're you right. Could, and then you can use different apps like, like Twitter and stuff. Like I still remember when I first had Twitter. It was before I got my first smartphone. Like in because I joined Twitter, <laughs> I joined Twitter in what 2007, and I got my first iPhone two years later. Where like it was December 2008. Wow. So it was yeah. really cool back wow. then, just using it as a way to tweet or even like I still have Twitter as a tech, as a phone number on my phone in places where I have no service to tweet. Not that I use Twitter right. much anymore. <laughs> I feel like it's a bit, I don't know. I feel like it's a bit of a, it's a less used network, you know, comparatively how it used to be, but I don't know. I guess there's, there's definitely some certain niches that use Twitter a whole lot comparatively. Like I to... probably use Twitter more to, 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 to find out breaking news and stuff more than actually communicating right. with people, even though I'm thinking about using it more. Like, the funny thing is I probably hit, like, at least 100,000 tweets by 2010, and I probably have not even gotten wow. close to doubling that in, since. And I know, like, Twitter recently, like a few years ago, removed the number of tweets from profiles. <laughs> really? Yes. Like, cause That's I was, just cause, how far cause, I am behind. It, yeah, because I, I, because last week I was just checking it just for fun to see how many tweets have I sent now, and I realized like you can't even find it. That's ridiculous. So the thing, so I, that's a good point. What I, I don't really. So for for the business that I help, I mostly deal with uh, Facebook and Instagram marketing, but mostly Facebook. So like I do Facebook and then sales funnels along with that. So like I don't know. If, you guys are familiar with ClickFunnels. It's like a basically a software website that you go ahead and you create like if you click on an ad on Facebook, it takes you to like a landing page. That's kind of like what I focus on. And it's like yeah. uh, for for those of you who don't know, Facebook is considered the number one marketing platform, you know, aside from like TV, out of all TV, any traditional form of media, uh, Facebook marketing is the number one platform, number one way to market in today, which is wild to think about. Yeah, I mean, I still remember when Facebook just wasn't business like when it said a Mark Zuckerberg production at the bottom of every page, like like how they reference yeah. the social network movie. It's like I remember what it was really like that, and mm -hmm. and it's like yeah, because I I sold SEO for a while, and the thing I found is that 
if you go to the first page of Google right now, it's like, I feel like the first and second page sometimes are just all paid ads. And it's like, you can't even get to the first or sometimes the first <laughs> organic link is deeper into that. So yeah, social, mm. like social is where it is. Facebook, like I've used it. I've like, even with this podcast, I've put out some ads or some posts or certain guests, which have gotten a lot of traction. I've boosted yeah. that post and I've gotten a lot of reaction to it. So yeah, Facebook, mm. at least as we're recording this episode here in the middle of 2017, that's just a really great place um, to just attract people absolutely to get attention it's a lot of it also goes with and the thing is it's like social media keeps on getting newer and newer and newer that's like, true like right now you've got instagram and you got snapchat and 10 years from now who knows if instagram and snapchat will still be around in the ways they are or i would have or completely gone or something different it's kind of like my theory about if if Biggie and Tupac were alive today, would they be big stars selling at stadiums or would they be some C-list celebrity on some VH1 reality show? Like like Nas or something. Like Nas is not, like he was huge at the time, but he's kind of like, right, I got you. Yeah, that, that's definitely a big point. And you mentioned something important was that the platforms are constantly, well, at least Facebook, they have like an update like twice a month. You know, Facebook updates every, like very frequently comparatively to you know, other platforms and since they've acquired Instagram, yep. they've made like Instagram a hugely popular platform to go ahead and, and market uh, as well. Right? They've integrated all their different uh, all the different uh, uh, information that they have acquired over Facebook. Right? There's so much you know Facebook is so much more detailed than than Google in terms of targeting specific people because it's, it's the nature of the, of the social media platform. So yeah, absolutely, and it's going to be really interesting to see what. You know who the bigger players are. I know. I mean, it's only been I don't know how long for since Facebook was created. It's considered in its maturing phase, right? And right. so you know, something Instagram and Instagram and Snapchat are still kind of, uh, uh, you know, still growing. So uh, it'd be really interesting to see where Instagram goes, especially because that's a platform that I feel like is going to take off and in many different directions. It's going to be huge. And next, whoever wins in Instagram uh, today or can will be. In, enormously influential and and lucrative in whatever business endeavor that they're in or whatever brand that they're trying to promote in the next five to ten years. Well, you know, whoever makes it now and, and succeeds at it now will be huge in five to ten years. Yeah, and I think that it, Instagram doesn't have the problem that Twitter had with Vine, where the the Vine users were so powerful that they revolted. They threatened to leave Vine if they didn't get concessions and and revenue sharing and right. stuff from Twitter and Twitter said no and Vine's gone. Vine's gone. Vine is gone. I I had some. And all went to Instagram. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's a good point. Yeah. And also, I know with you, I know a lot of your focus on Instagram seems to be with the Instagram stories. And I meanwhile, I'm probably right. a little heavier with the regular Instagram, doing my one minute videos every day for ninety day periods, like. Like, what are your pointers um, for using Instagram stories? Um, so I do things that are um, so Antoine, another another guy who's also on our on our on our Instagram. We're we're in the same like Instagram group. That, that that's how I know Ian. Um, but another gentleman also in the group, um, Antoine. Uh, I was actually talking about this with him recently, and 
uh, with Instagram stories, you want something that's going to be able to, for you to uh, engage with the audience, right? So I, for example, today, if you look at my Instagram story, I ha- I'm redesigning my logo for my business, but also for my personal brand. So I was asking people like, hey, what do you guys think about this, this color? Do you like this color or this color better? I need some feedback. Please let me know. I'd love some feedback. And so I've had like literally like 10, 20 people respond back, giving me feedback. And it's also good on my part because now I can get some like real feedback from people, right? But the most important part is, I guess, uh, asking questions, doing giveaways, interacting and engagement, going live on Instagram. So that's something that I don't, I haven't done personally uh, often, but I do this on YouTube a lot. But the next step to be is the whole point and principle that I follow is how do I build engagement on my Instagram stories? It's more real time. It's, um, that's the, the biggest thing comparatively to your posts. Posts are important, obviously, and you should be doing that like once a day. Ideally, I don't, but you should be on, on that platform. But um, um, the biggest thing in my, you know, my philosophy with stories is really try to uh, take whatever brand or what kind of image you're trying to portray yourself in and make sure that your stories revolve around that. So that people know every day, like I'm not just playing this persona on, you know, on my YouTube channel or whatever platform is, is right for you, whatever picture or image you're trying to portray yourself as and brand yourself as, your, your personal brand, it's very important to make sure that that is consistent with your stories, you know? So that's kind of the thing that I follow. Make sure it's consistent with whatever story you're trying to tell, a, tell your audience and consistent with your brand. And then also uh, engage. Make sure there's that engagement factor. Engagement is important. Like on my videos where I always ask a question of the day or it's like in the early days of right. Twitter – We'll be going back to the early days of Twitter. Whenever I'd ask a question on Twitter, I get so many responses. But now, since there's so much <laughs> noise on Twitter, I like yeah, I, always, I always I always call it. I always blame it on Ashton. It's like once Ashton Kutcher was probably the first celebrity to really embrace Twitter, and then that's right. when all became famous. I mean, I remember Twitter pre-celebrity, but there's always gonna, but there's always could be another new service that is under the radar. So. Has there been anything you've been playing with lately? I know I jumped on Musically last year. Like, I mean, I made a video or two, but I was I didn't embrace it. But is there anything that exciting that you've seen out there? Uh, yeah. Uh, let me look at the. Uh, there's Medium, which is a to- totally different social media platform. Uh, that's basically focused on blog styled articles, um, any current events type of thing. So Medium's a good thing for. Uh, you know, for that type of thing, LinkedIn obviously is well established. LinkedIn is also very, very important if you're in if you're trying to promote your business. LinkedIn's huge. It's something that I've been dabbling with like a lot. Um, so uh, that's one thing that I think is very important for anybody who's looking to grow their business. Uh, it's a fantastic way to reach out to business owners. Um, you know, not traditionally, not to just reach out in the you know the way of you know messaging them saying, hey, this is uh, this is my business. Can you, if you're interested in my services, buy it. But Buy more my so, noise, noise. Right. Exactly. And people get that so often. It's ridiculous. So uh, the biggest thing that I would recommend when, when doing something on, on LinkedIn is making sure that you're providing the most value, uh, putting, posting up articles, uh, statuses that are thought provoking uh, regarding the business, wh- whatever you know, uh, business that you're into. Um, it's going to be a great way for you to portray your business, reflect your business a lot, um, and you know, kind of basically trying to uh, portray yourself in a different light. It's the same thing in my Instagram story, same principle, um, but just in a different, if in, in a different tone, if you will. On LinkedIn, it's more professional, right? So that's kind of what I focus on on LinkedIn. Excellent. 
So, Mark, any final thoughts before we go? It's I've definitely have learned a lot, and it's exciting to see how you've embraced this um, at such a young age and are just ready to go out there and just um, can help the world just get closer to the Internet. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I appreciate that. First of all, thanks, thanks Ian, for having me on, man. I, I really appreciate it. It was, a, it was a long time coming, so uh, thank you, man. <laughs> and um, I guess any final thoughts? Uh, you know, uh, what, would you, what would you say, Ian, is most, like the majority of your audience? Like what would you say that the, the target, the group, the audience members? What do you say like, the majority like, of them? Like the thing about this show and, and for those who have been guests and those who have listened know that in some ways this is a, sh- this is a show of me just interviewing people I know, people I don't know. I'm, I've mm-hmm. been thinking about eventually creating different podcast series that focus on different niches the the goal of the show really is about me is really about me having a podcast and right so so, so it's like i just find everything i can so (laughs) and and i I hope that people who have who came who listened to for example my one of my early episodes with this guy named rob schmidt um Mm -hmm. might be interested in people who are here but maybe not so it's just more of a it's as every episode goes, I hope that the episode is better. The quality of the interviews is better. The quality of the audio right. is better. For sure. For sure. Well, I mean, the, like the final thing I'd say is um, if you guys are, um, if there's anything holding you up, anything that you find that, you know, if you're, if you are somebody who's watching this, that you are struggling with anything regarding like what you, what you want to do uh, with, with a career path um, and you, you just feel unclear uh, I'd say for me, what's helped a lot uh, is just taking a bunch of action, <laughs> meaning figuring out what I'm slightly interested in and just taking so much action that I, I stop thinking. One thing that has held me back so many years is just I've over, you know, analysis by you know, process by analysis rather and, and, and overthinking a lot of things. I think that the best thing I ever did was just take so much action that I just stopped. I just got over that habit and um, uh, writing down something that I, I was that I, that I found interesting that I found that I wanted to explore a bit more writing that down and then going ahead and, and sticking to that and following it and, and really just taking a whole bunch of action towards that because if worst case scenario if I don't want to if I figure out that it's not interesting to me at the end of the day I've gotten closer to what I actually do want to do um, so um, yeah if you guys have any questions if you want to follow me and figure out and you have any specific questions regarding digital marketing um, definitely check out my channel, Mark himself, M-A-R-K, uh, himself. Uh, you can find me that on, on YouTube. Uh, my Instagram is the same thing, Mark himself, underscore. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any questions, feel free to reach out. And like I said, thanks again, Ian, man. I appreciate you. Hey, Mark, I was about to ask you how we can find you. You just shared it, Mark himself. It's Mark, <laughs> Mark himself. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Ian. Take care, man. Appreciate you. As I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, Mark has changed his online names or his handles, as some of you may know them as, since I recorded the interview. He's no longer going by Mark himself, but he's going by his full name, Mark Gaida. That's M-A-R-K-G-H-A-I-D-A. And on his Instagram, it's Mark Gaida followed by an underscore. I have all this information at yourfavoritepodcast.com and also in the show notes of this episode. You're listening to Eisenberg. Eisenberg.
I'll spell my name too. That's I. S is in Sam. A. N is in November. B E R G. Thank you very much for listening. You can check it out on yourfavoritepodcast.com. You can subscribe on Apple, on Google Play, on Stitcher, on TuneIn. Thank you, everyone, for listening, and we'll see you next time.